You got a joke? I have, but it's... I'm gonna. I'm, I know I'm gonna stuff it up, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. What do you mean? You know you're gonna stuff it up? Well, don't you I... rehearse this shit before we no, start? No, I don't. Actually, no, I did this one. I did because this is actually my joke. This is a friend of mine's joke, Sean. Uh, gee, what a wanker! Uh, <laughs> or gee, what a wanker! As we mentioned in a previous podcast, all the all the Americans thought it was gee, what a wanker. Oh yeah, no, no, mate, it's wanker. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, so, um, Royal Showtime. This kid absolutely frothing to go, and his dad knew it was coming. He just kept nagging him and nagging. Him. Finally, the dad said, "Right, you know, okay, son, I'll take you to the I'll take you to the Royal Show." You know, so. Why does he sound like he's from Could, New Jersey? Uh, no, it's, no, it's, it's actually meant to be English, but anyway, we'll get Those to that. Those of you who don't know what a royal show is, it's, 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 like it's a, a big festival. Festival. Like, you know, a, a you get show bags fair, and carnival yeah, exactly, fairs right. and stuff. Right. So the day comes and the kid's absolutely frothing and they go to the royal show and the dad's just trying to temper him all day, but you know, the, it goes a little bit wild and spoils him a bit anyway. So a day of, you know, pavilions and bloody show bags and rides and animals and, you know, all that stuff. And on the way out, and they're walking out towards the gate, and they go past um, a showbag pavilion, and the kid goes, "Dad, Dad, Dad, can I have a showbag, Dad? Can I have a showbag?" And the dad goes, "Well, son, you've had a good day, but okay, one more showbag." So he buys him a showbag, right? And this kid's laden with showbags, walking out, you know, like can, can barely walk for the for the the weight. And then he sees a big, you know, a big ride, the gravitron. He goes, "Dad, Dad, Dad, please, just one more ride, please, Dad." Now, son, you've had a good day. But okay. So this kid rides a Gravitron. Loving it, right? Absolutely loving it. Comes off. He's wide, wide, right? And going out to gate one at the showgrounds and you go, got to go through Sideshow Alley and there's uh. all the games, you know, the, the, the win prizes. And he sees the clowns. He goes, dad, 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 please. Just one more go. The clowns, please. Now, son, you've had a good day. But okay, one more game. So he plays the clowns. And this kid absolutely nails the clowns. Every number. Boom, 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 boom. Gets the major prize, the big, the big twenty-five, right? Oh, good on him! And and uh, the big prize is a fucking huge teddy bear. Like I'm talking six foot big. Yeah, huge. It's a big teddy bear. Massive teddy bear. This kid can't carry it. So this kid's walking out the show bags. Dad's got the carry the um, teddy bear on his back, you know. And they get to the car and they're trying to stuff this teddy bear into the car. It won't fit. And um, so they tie it to the top of the roof rack. Yeah. And he goes. He's tying up and he said, Dad says, so, Dad, so son, what are you going to call your teddy bear? I'm going to call it Wanker, Dad. That's a terrible name for a teddy bear. Oh, Dad, I love the name Wanker. I'm going to call it Wanker. Okay, so they tie Wanker to the top of the, top of the, <laughs> top of the car and they're driving along and the kid's just watching out, watching that Wanker from the, the car, right? Just watching it because he loves it so much. And they hit a low-flying bridge. And the bloody teddy bear gets knocked off the roof rack. Boom, onto the ground. Yeah. And the kid goes, Dad, Dad, wanker's off, wanker's off. Now, son, you've had a good day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that took me a moment. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh. I sort of fucked it up, but that's all right. No, we're just going to stew in it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Come on, mate. Come on, start it. Let's go. Boom. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Game On AUS podcast episode 67, Dan. Oh, my God. Two off the magical number. Two off the magical Boom. number. Boom. <laughs> As we record this in beautiful, sunny Perth on today, Thursday, the 15th. A day after Valentine's Bloody Day. Bloody hot too. 37 degrees here in Perth today, which Indeed. is warm. Hello to you right around the country and right around the world. And thank you for joining us. Uh, we've got the top three things on the way. A Spyro the Dragon remaster in the works. Twitch January viewership is blowing cable networks in the US out of the water. And Disney might be looking to pull... EA's license. Whoa. Indeed. Whoa. Hey, uh, speaking of it being Valentine's Week just a moment ago, we've got your Valentine's stories, five of the greatest love stories in gaming, and you've got a Valentine's Day dilemma, Dan. A gaming dilemma, mate. It's massive. Hey, uh, big news for our mates over at PLE Computers, which we'll get to in just a moment. Stay with us. Yep. Woo! Excellent! 
welcome. And I'm here this week. Yes, Mark, it's yeah. good, good to have you back, mate. Thanks, and a, a big thanks to uh, Anthony from PLE Computers How who joined us. He? He's, He's so awesome, good. Um, for those of you who didn't catch last week's podcast or maybe have just found us, if you're in the market for a PC and have, uh, have often struggled with the question, how much is it going to cost me to get a, a half-decent rig, like a basic rig, to be able to play um, like the decent games that are out there at the moment, like PUBG, uh, so on and so forth, your downloadable games on Steam, whatnot. He's got all the answers in last week's episode of the podcast because we're going to catch up with Anthony once a month right here on the Game on AUS podcast to talk about uh, all that sort of stuff, answer your questions, your tech questions, and, and any questions about PC gaming, console gaming that you might have. It's just good when you're a gamer like you and I, Pete. But I mean, I'm, you know, I'm fairly IT savvy, but not, not a full bottle. And it's just so great to have an IT nerd on call yep. to answer those kind of questions because it's, it's quite complicated, a lot of it. Absolutely. Mm. I would have just left it at, you're not a full bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my name's true. Pete. My name's Danny Internet. And uh, welcome. This is where we just bang on for an hour about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. And what else do we bloody love, Pete? Bloody gaming, Bloody Dan. gaming. Bloody it is the greatest. greatest. It is the greatest. It is uh, the greatest. Episode 67, as you mentioned, two off the magic number. Well, it's <laughs> Valentine's Day, mate. Hey. Ooh, hello, Victor. Dinner for two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner oh, for two. How sensational. Oh, I don't mention chicken dinners. It's sore point with me at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm no, sorry. Just, I, I will tell you more when we get to I've got you in my sides. I, well, can I, can I, but can I mention mm. our little idea now? Mm. <laughs> Weekly. Yes. About <laughs> sharing a chicken dinner recipe. I think that's hilarious. I think it's fucking brilliant. I actually think, I mean, you know, not, not sucking our own cocks here while we sort of are, but. but <laughs> dinner for two. On, on, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what, what gaming website or company in the world? None. No, shares chicken dinner recipes. We're pioneers in the space. <laughs> and, um, I, and I've got this chicken dish that my mum taught me when I left home for the first time. It's yeah. the, the easiest thing in the world. It's delicious. And I shot the video last week. It's up on our, our website, yeah. gameonos.com. Oh, just fucking <laughs> sensational. It it's really very is. good. And it is. You're right. It's very easy. Yeah. Oh, very easy. Piss easy. Hey, um, uh, just a few bits and pieces that we like to do at the top of the podcast before we get to the top three things that gamers need to know this week. Uh, PLE Computers, a big thanks to them as our tech sponsor. And just quickly, uh, big news for those guys. They have been, and rightfully so, nominated for the Australian PC Awards. That's amazing. Sensational. Yeah, good on them. That is, um, that's big. Now, the Australian PC Awards are presented by PC and Tech Authority, PC Power Play, and Hyper as well. Voting is now open for the annual Australian PC Awards presented by these companies, and our mates over at PLE Computers have made it into some amazing categories. Gold Award for Best Company. Yep. And best desktop PC builder, as well as a couple of others as well. If you're part of the game on AUS Legion, chances are you've heard of the Drop Bear Squad. Talk about the PLE gear. There's also a pretty good chance you own some PLE gear yourself. They're an incredible company, very worthy of your time and a vote as well. Let's get them to where they belong, the top of the pile, holding that chicken dinner high in these categories. <laughs> uh, you can vote for PLE computers at gameonaus.com and also. If you Google the Australian PC Awards, the voting is open now and it lasts until the 28th of February. Mm. So get along there, drop them your vote, especially if you're a mad fan of what they do because they are an incredible company, Dan. They really, I mean, you know, I told you the story ages ago, but um, I used to work for a building company back in the early 90s. So this is how long PLE has been around. Mm. And my old, the old man, Mr. Hassel, who started Mills and Hassel, the building company. So this guy was probably 72 or 73, 74 at the time. And he went to PLE. He was such he was such an IT nerd, this guy, for an old guy. He was amazing, amazing man. He's now passed on. But he went to PLE back then. Yep. And I used to go and do his gophering and go and pick up stuff from PLE all the time. They're bloody great company. So good on him. Well, Jono mm. <coughs> has been there virtually since the company started. He oh, really? started as a, as a I probably dealt with him. You probably had. Yeah. Um, so Jono is the guy who, who virtually runs the whole thing. And mm. when I caught up with him a few weeks ago over coffee, he was telling me that the... Um, uh, the old man still drops in there. Not the one who's obviously no, passed away, no. but he's must be his son. Yeah, maybe. Uh, still drops in there, hangs out, you know, comes yeah. to see what the boys are all doing. It's still a family-owned and run business. So, bloody great. Uh, bloody great. Uh, Sophie Blue and the Blue Planet PR team, always stretching some amazing stuff our way. And um, a big thank you to Nintendo Australia, who have jumped on to support us with sending us gear to review. Um, also EA and PlayStation Australia as well. Hey, Xbox, where are you? Where are you, Xbox? Microsoft. Got some news about that, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Maybe, maybe it should be micro hard this week. Micro Valentine's hard? Day. Valentine's Day. What do you mean micro hard? Soft. Hard. Why do you have to do the fist thing? Because it's a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so like a baby's arm holding an apple. Um, I'll get my mind out of the gutter, I promise. <clears throat> on PlayStation, uh, just quickly, mm-hmm. uh, we do have copies of Shadow of the Colossus and UFC 3, which are currently under review. So yeah, they'll be at the website, gameonaus.com. Awesome. Very soon. Hey, let's bloody get into the top three things that gamers need to know this week in gaming. Is that new? We've got a sting. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah I love that. We've got a new sting. How good is it? <laughs> hey, uh, first and foremost, this is very exciting, especially for PlayStation fans who remember playing this game over and again. I certainly do. Spyro the Dragon, the entire trilogy, is getting a remaster coming to PS4 this wow. year. Wow. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting a lot, because I've never played that game, because I've never had a PlayStation, so I'm, I'm very unfamiliar with the game, but... You guys have got Full Throttle as well, which I, we talked about the other week. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking great game. I'm getting a little bit of um, console indie, actually. Time for you to come over, mate. <laughs> PlayStation is calling you, Dan. Yes. Uh, Activision is currently working on a Spyro the Dragon trilogy remaster, which will be announced in March 2018 and released in quarter three 2018. The trilogy remaster will, much like the highly successful Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy, feature new assets... Lighting, animations, and cinematics, as well as a remastered soundtrack. It will also feature updates to the save feature, much like occurred in the Crash Remaster, which replaced the original game's password feature with something much more user-friendly. The remaster will include Spyro the Dragon, Ripto's Rage, and Year of the Dragon, and there is the tantalizing promise of some content cut from the original releases of those games also being included. Uh, as mentioned, will be announced for PS4 with PS4 Pro support sometime in March. Uh, it's all to coincide with Spyro the Dragon's 20th anniversary. 20 years. I don't, I don't mind that whole retro look back, you know, as part of the game because I think um, I'm in a very fortunate position, even probably more fortunate than you, Pete, that I've gone through the whole gamut of gaming pretty much from the time gaming was invented in terms of a video portable game mm-hmm. that you had. You know, I had the Atari 2600. Um, played the thing before that, whatever it was, the spectrum was, whatever, I can't remember. But anyway, I've played them all. So I've seen the whole development of graphics and gameplay and blah, over my life, pretty, pretty much. So for the kids these days who are playing Spyro, the remastered, to see a little bit of the old school, mm. I think it's really good. Yeah. So well, you're, 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 the, you're the gamer's gamer, <laughs> I would say, Dan. That's well, what I don't I'm know saying. about that. Yeah. I don't know about that. Hey, uh, moving on to the second bit of news that you need to yes. know. Twitch January viewership. This is absolutely mind-blowing. I guess for people who don't know much about the industry and the scene. Mm. I mean, for blokes like you and us who have been in it for quite some time, mm. we get it. We know that this is happening and it's it's, it's just normal for us. Um, but Twitch, one of the internet's most popular streaming services regarding games, Its numbers are now challenging traditional cable television. New statistics reveal that Twitch's January viewership was higher than both CNN and MSNBC's figures. Last month, Twitch clocked in 962,000 average concurrent viewers throughout the month, which amounts to a 22% increase from January 2017 and a 26% increase since December, StreetInsider.com reports. The site also revealed that Twitch's January viewership beat out both MSNBC and CNN. For those of us who live in Australia, those are US cable television Mm. networks and Mm. some of the biggest in the world, Mm. who reportedly featured 885,000 and 783,000 watches respectively for their total day viewership during January 2018. Incredible. Wouldn't you... I would love to be a fly on the wall at like the headquarters of CNN and blah, 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 who probably, honestly, I reckon the management have never even heard of Twitch yet. They still don't see it on the radar. Yeah, I reckon you're right. And I, I love that because Twitch and these kind of new mediums and media is, is going to kill it. Well, I think that one of my favorite things at the moment is speaking to people who, you know, walk around like their shit don't stink. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, talking about games, fucking this and that. Actually, there was a perfect example of this that floated around SBS the other day um, regarding a guy who had an opinion on games, gamers and the esports industry, just saying all it does is perpetuate kids locking themselves away, yada, yada, yada. Fuck off, mate. Right? Honestly. But the best part is 
showing these figures to people like that and watching their minds get blown. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, you see it happen. Don't you? <clears throat> you see it happen. Their eyes get wide. They're like, what? And you watch them finally realize that they're not the center of the universe. They have no fucking idea what they're talking about. Even, you know, for people who aren't aware, Pete and I work for a radio station here in Perth. That's our day jobs. And even around here where I still get people, there's people here who won't re- remain nameless, Russell Clark. Um, <laughs> obsesses about TV ratings numbers. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, mate, no one cares Said anymore. Nothing. In five years' time, no one will give a shit about TV because yeah. TV is dying. Oh, Married at First Sight's interesting. Ah, I, I enjoy that show. I Do like you? it. Yeah, you, you know what? I, you, but you like the bloody Bachelor and the Bachelorette too. Yeah, so, you know, that's, that it's because about you, doesn't it? It's be, fuck off. It's because, <laughs> of, it's because of Davina and Dean at the moment. Those motherfuckers. I have no idea who they are. Dude, Davina is this, she's... <clears throat> Davina and Dean are cheating on their partners and like it is generating some conversation. Like that's what I'm really enjoying about. Last night, my wife and I sat on the couch and we analyzed and broke down everything about what's you going on. You lost me at Davina, mate. Fuck anyway. I'll, I'll show you a picture of it. I guarantee I'll have you back. Um, okay, let's move on. What about Dean? <laughs> well, if you're into that thing. And what's nothing wrong with that. Dinner for two. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, um, final bit of news that gamers need to know. There are whispers going around that Disney might pull EA's license. Uh, In May 2013, Disney licensed the rights to make Star Wars video games to Electronic Arts, and the company immediately assigned projects based on the franchise to some of its top studios. However, rumors are circulating that Disney is not happy with how EA has handled the Star Wars license. Now, you and I know from having worked with Disney over the years in regards to them coming to us with content and Mm. vice versa, they are a very protective and yes. conservative company. They are, yes. And you can understand why. They've got arguably the most valuable brand when mm. it comes to content mm-hmm. in the world. Yep. And they have built that content from Steamboat Mickey virtually from scratch. Yeah, pretty much. And you can understand why they protect it fiercely, right? Yes. So, when you've got things happening like what's happened with the Star Wars Battlefront 2 controversy, yep. of course they're going to take a very close look at it. Yep. Now, um... They're going on to say that they may license the brand out to some of the company's competitors, particularly Activision and Ubisoft. Now, my mind's blowing. Where's this coming from? This rumor stems from Cinelinks, which cites sources close to the matter. According to Cinelinks, Disney held a meeting with EA executives to discuss what is going wrong with Star Wars video games and also reached out to Activision and Ubisoft to see if they would be interested in the license. Apparently, there is a clause in the licensing agreement between Disney and EA that would allow Disney to back out of the deal if it fails to meet certain standards. Disgruntled Star Wars fans that are angry with the way Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been handled may be excited to see Disney potentially pull the Star Wars license from EA, but it's worth pointing out that the Cinelinks hasn't provided any evidence to back up its claims. Until they hear something official from Disney or EA, fans should take this news with a massive grain of salt, but it does beg the question and generates a a nice little bit of conversation here. Would you be happy to see uh, EA being pulled out of the deal in favour of something like an Activision or a Ubisoft. I I haven't heard that news until just then, so I'm still processing this. But um, now again, and this, I know it's a rumour. It's, it's a rumour. Right? Rumor. Rumor. rumor is not fact. But the, the, to think about that concept, and this is, you know, when uh, A New Hope came out, is it, no, sorry, not A New Hope. God, always get my styles mixed up. Which Hang on, which movie are you talking about? We, is it the original trilogy? No, we're talking the, the very recent trilogy. The most trilogy. recent one. Yeah, we had this problem. The Last Jedi. But, no, the one before that. Uh, the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Thank yeah. you. And I, I, I know, I'm going to say that because remember Chris, last time we did this, and yeah, everyone no. was screaming. And Chris, <laughs> Chris Inglis. Ah! Is I guarantee you, Chris Inglis and Johnny Gubbs are listening at the moment, right? And they they will it, fucking pull their hair out. nuts. All right, a Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Right. Now, I felt like Star Wars is the kind of thing. It would take a monumental, monumental fuck up to ruin that franchise because the moment any fan hears that. Original, the, the opening, tra- the, the opening music, and the long time ago galaxy yeah. far, far away. You're there. You goosebumps, boom, right? And um, Star Wars Episode One. I can't think of. Wait, that. what? Hang on. When no, you no, say no, Episode no, no, One, are talking you talking numerically. the original trilogy? No, 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 as talk, in we're talking four, in, five, and six. No, one, one. Well, the one the with Phantom Jar Jar Menace. Menace. Jar Jar the Phantom Menace. Menace. Now that. I think one and two particularly were, wouldn't say disasters, but they weren't great movies, right? 
there were elements of both of those that um, no, they upset a lot of fans. They weren't great movies, but I... Uh, but, they, you but know what? You still, they weren't great movies in hindsight. But like, you still they, love them, right? I still love them. Yeah. And, you you know, I still sit there and watch them. But that's the thing. Like, they weren't great movies in hindsight. But at the time, you couldn't speak to somebody no. without them saying, you got to go see Star Correct. Wars The Phantom Menace. Correct. My God. Correct, right? Yeah, that's my point. Right. So, um, I feel like both Battlefield games... Battlefront, Battlefront games. Sorry, games. God, that's, that's I'm fine. not with it today. Battlefront games. Both Battlefront games have been quite the disappointment to me as a Star Wars fan. And I, it's the kind of, I liken it to getting the hottest person you've ever seen, like whoever you're attracted to, boys or girls. You see the, the smokingest, hottest person you've ever seen. That's a Star Wars game to me. And then you have sex with them. Mm. And then you go, yeah, I don't think I want to do that again. Mm. Or I might do it again if I'm... You know, got nothing else to do. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's what the way I like. if you're desperate, I guess. Battlefront 2, I've been playing the solo game really slowly. Like once, once a week, maybe I'll I'll get the campaign out and have another go. And it's, it's good, but I don't, and I, you know, I get excited by the graphics and oh my God, I'm in the, I'm in a TIE fighter and I'm flying around shooting X-Wings down and bombers. That's great. But I don't sit there and go, oh, you know, I've got to go back and I haven't got that need to play I haven't touched it since I finished the review. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's my point. So how can they stuff up something that everyone loves so much yet doesn't want to go back to. Okay, so EA's, like Disney's biggest uh, gripe with this is don't fuck up the Star Wars brand, right? Now, Star Wars, though, is one of those things where um, it's funny because the the rhetoric out there and the the commentary out there isn't, it's it's interesting when you see the wordplay, right? And the, the sentences people use because people do not, when they're shitting all over that game, they don't go, Star Wars is shit. They go, no. you fucked up yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, that's, that's right. Right? That's a that very good point. So Star Wars is one of, those, one of those brands where you can throw as much shit at that and it just doesn't stick. Right? Regardless of what, what comes out around it, so on and so forth, it's just one of those brands where you, it's just, it's, 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 it's flawless. Like, in terms of... In terms of, um, help me out here. What's what am I trying? In terms of people's love of the brand, right? They forget crap really quickly. I, I agree. And when that when crap does happen, they blame it on someone else. They yeah. don't actually blame Star Wars. They blame it on someone else. So if anything, I don't know if necessarily Disney can actually say you fucked up Star Wars. No. We're going to take the license off you here because when you really break it down in terms of a branding perspective. They haven't done any damage to the Star Wars brand. The only thing that actually happened here was EA damaged its own brand. Brand, yeah. It you did. know? Yep. I agree. And, you know, and, and to put it, put it back to the movies, you go back now and watch <clears throat> um, The Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. Mm. You, 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 I actually think it's a better experience than, like, when you've seen it. Like, if I went and watched it t- tomorrow, this weekend, I reckon I'd probably enjoy it. Because I haven't got that expectation, like we've talked about before, with expectation, how it can damage your experience because you're expecting so much and then you don't get quite what you expected, so you get a bit let down. Um, I think if EA are going to continue as the official licensee, they've got to probably take it back to the way they did with The Force Awakens mm. and really concentrate on making it... You know how they really didn't, they didn't go real heavy on CGI? It was all real sets and... It looked like... Um, well, The Force Awakens... It were, looked like it was shot in the 70s in the way the sets yeah. were done, right? The, the thing that they did right with The Force Awakens, mm. if we're going to be looking at the movies here, is that they uh, they used the same formula. When you really break it down, they used the same formula. Just well, it's with a new, new hope, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it is. It's, story a new, line, it's yeah. exactly... The storyline is a new hope. Yeah, yeah. Dead fucking but, set. But I didn't care. Did you Neither care? Did, I didn't care. No. I, I didn't loved care. It. I you know what? It. It's it is a it is a remastered New Hope yeah, remake. Actually, like it sort of is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So I see I see where you're coming from with that. Like EA, I th- I still think EA actually has an opportunity to get themselves out of the shit with this. I think that you know what they need to do is actually go back to um the first Battlefront and take the elements that made that really popular. The campaign in Battlefront 2 actually wasn't that bad. It was no, right. I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. I just right. don't want to play it all the time. But the thing that they fucked up with purely was we're going to make you pay to win this game. Yeah. Like that's that's what they fucked up. That's where they went wrong. Yeah. So quite literally, the solution is simple. Do the good things that you did right. Do them again and don't make it pay to win. 
Yeah. It's as simple as that. You know, but do some other things. Give us fucking Darth Vader from the start. Give yeah. us Luke Skywalker from the start. If you want to put grinding into the game, grind for some elements like uh like um Tatooine Luke Skywalker skin. Yeah. Yep. Like shit like that. That's, you know, that's what you've got the opportunity. Can I just say, mm. maybe not Activision, right? Maybe not EA because EA for me are still the premier sports game maker. Oh. Right, without no, without no, a doubt, no right? So maybe what EA should be doing is sticking to those. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it in the hands of Ubisoft. I yeah, mean, we're yeah. talking about the company that puts out the Assassin's Creed's games here. Yeah. Right? And whilst you could pick at a few, uh, a few of the Assassin's Creed games... Yeah, they they necessarily weren't amazing, right? But they were still great to play. They have had some absolute gold fucking standard AAA games out there, like Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Origins, which is the most recent release. Yeah, they know how to build a story and they know how to do it right. Well, they know how to add elements that are unique to the game as well. I wouldn't mind seeing Star Wars in the hands of Ubisoft. Honestly, sorry, I, I am listening, Pete. I'm trying to find. There's a game in the '90s. A Star Wars game that I've Googled three minutes ago. Mm. And this internet. Oh, Malcolm. Malcolm! Malcolm! Honestly, there was a, what I'm trying to say is that in the, in the mid 90s, there was a game on PC, a Star Wars game that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I can't think of the name, right? I'm trying to Google it. So forgive me. <laughs> Chris is probably yelling at the. My game was called. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, Kotaku have a game. Uh, uh, at Kotaku, the website, have listed every Star Wars game ever from worst to best mm. late last year. Mm-hmm. This game was a PC game. You were a uh, rogue, a bit like actually Battlefront Battlefront 2. You were a rogue um, ex-imperial uh, officer who starts working for the Rebellion mm. undercover. And it was amazing. And it was the kind of game, like I said, it had that element of being a Star Wars game. Oh, my God. It was a great first-person shooter with some uh, other elements in it too. Oh, my God. And it was bloody... I wanted to play it. And Star Wars has such a great capacity, like you said, with Ubisoft, as an example. Yeah. There are so many great stories in Star Wars that um, can branch off. It doesn't always have to be about Luke and Han and and Leia and all that stuff, right? You can can make up a... a, Like what they've done with Battlefront 2. And the story's okay. I quite like it. You know, I like the fact she's a girl... I like the fact that... Um, well, do you know how many fucking books are out there? Yeah, I know, exactly. Like of of um, independents who have actually written, you know, more lore into the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, whether it be official or unofficial, yeah, there's a lot to... There's a lot there. Yeah. So the point being is that they have this template, I guess, to tell and make an incredible storied game. Mm. And I think if EA do it or whoever does it, you're never really going to damage the Star Wars brand with a shit game, I don't think. No. Because I think there's the, the love of that franchise is too innate. But you could forgive a lot of sins if the next one is a Modern Warfare 2. That's... Yeah, I know what that. you mean. Or you, uh, you're not saying Modern Warfare 2 is in copy that style of no, game. No, no, but, but, but as uh, in the love for Modern Warfare correct. 2 and how it changed the, the, the scope landscape. of yeah. multiplayer at the time or a Golden Eye. Imagine, imagine a Golden Eye yeah. as a, as a, you know, in a Star Wars thing, like yeah, the, yeah. the experience of that game. You'd cream your pants hmm. every time. <laughs> so I keep talking about sex in the moment. It's creaming really... my pants right now. <laughs> uh, you got to get laid, dude. Well, actually. Valentine's? Let's talk Valentine's Day. Okay, let's, let's talk let's Valentine's Day, right? You put together a... Uh, that's uh, the top three done, by the way. So, yeah. all done. Yeah. Um, you put together a sensational bit of fucking writing at gameonaus.com. Well, thank sir. you, sir. Five of the greatest love stories in gaming. <laughs> um, just to give you a, a, a couple here, because you and I were having a chat. Yeah, right? so that's how it started. Uh, Super Mario and Peach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Tick. Tick, definitely. Well, think about all those bloody adventures that poor old Mario's had gone through to rescue the princess. Yeah, yeah. It's that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I still, I still secretly think she's... Bowser on the side, like I, yeah, that's I, a big call. Man. I know it's a big call, but we talking Davina, I mean, Davina and Davina and Dean kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, come on, how often, how many times do you get fucking Bowser? Would be hung though, wouldn't he? He'd, he'd be, be hung, hung like, like a rogue, a fucking, rogue elephant, mate. Yeah, he's a bloody, he'd be a brick shit ass. <laughs> like, just watch the spikes. <laughs> like he's, you know, I gotta. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. How often does she get fucking 
Kidnapped. Kidnapped. I'm putting quoted in quoted. Maybe she's putting herself in that situation. I think she is. Oh no! I'm being kidnapped. Oh help me! And poor old Mario is just you know just trying to do ply his trade as a plumber. Exactly. Bloody oh god! I gotta go and rescue. Maybe we should talk to um, Charles Martinet. About, about whether or not he knows yeah, anymore. So the voice of Super Mario. The voice of Super Mario. <laughs> We've had on this podcast before. Yes. Previous podcast if you want to go and have a listen. But yeah, I mean, it just kind of stinks of of something. It's like, a big claim. It's a big it's claim, a big I know. Claim. But, but, it just but I, I, I like what you're thinking. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it's a, and it's an easy story. To, oh, fuck. He, he kidnapped me again, Mario. Yeah. My God, what am I going to do? I'm just yeah. this poor. Please come and save me, please. Meanwhile, yeah. you know, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah. yeah. Mario, he's, eh, poor yeah, bastard. Poor bastard. Hey, um, Legend of Zelda. Yes. Zelda and same deal. Link. Poor old, Zelda, poor old um, Link. No, no, no. I I can't say the same deal because she no, she doesn't get captured. She's often she often finds herself in a scenario where, um, well, yes, she got captured in Ocarina of Time to go and save her, but mm. in Breath of the Wild, she was there battling that motherfucker. Ganon. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so I haven't played that. So you know, but I mean that that you know what I love about that love story mm. in particular is they never actually quite get together. Well, that's sort of good, isn't it? You it's know, good, like, you know, because it keeps you interested. It keeps correct. you, you know, one of the things that, one of my biggest gripes with the Big Bang Theory and one of the reasons why I always think I, I lost interest mm. was because Leonard and Penny eventually got together. Yeah. You know, and so did everybody. They all sort of fucking got together. Yeah. One of the things that I think, uh, one of the TV shows, one of the early sitcoms I think did that very well was um, uh, Friends. Yeah, because uh, yeah, they, they yeah they didn't really all get together until the very end. It was sort of on and off no. again. I think Legend of Zelda they do that quite well because mm. you see this little you mm. see this little tension between the two. Of them. You don't know whether they're just great mates or whether you know they're really into each other yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, but they never quite get no, there. No, and I I hope that continues. I like that. Sorry, Link. <laughs> sorry, Link. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, that's right. He doesn't talk anyway. Yes. Leisure suit, Larry. Well, I mean, that was just, I mean, you know, this is when you and I got a bit creative and started coming up with the, the punchlines for these yeah. stories. And it, I mean, you know. I see what you've done here, by the way. You've kind of, I don't know, you started out. The nice. Nicely. Like you started out with a very sort of, I'm going to be wholesome out of this. Yeah. And you descended into fucking oh, anarchy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you got Legislative Larry followed up by Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, and Duke Nukem. Now, listen, you know, I think everyone understands listening to this podcast that you and I there's not a lot we don't leave in the cupboard no. in terms of language or content or whatever. Right. But I did, I Googled cause I was just trying to find YouTube clips of these games to put in the story. And when I got to Chute Newcomb and I haven't played, um, the rebooted one, but there's a scene I'm pretty sure it's from the game where it's, it's Duke making all these noises like, mm, mm, and there's a, and there's a, and there's a screen. Right. And then it's, it's actually Duke playing the game, but he's getting a, uh, a, no, no, a blowjob. Oh, oh, from not one but two women. Oh, half his luck. And he's going, and she goes, and they come up and they go, "How was that for you, Duke?" Is oh, you're ruining my game. You know what? It's something to that effect. Shake it, baby. And I, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I find that funny, but I'm sure there's people who listen to this who probably don't th appreciate the treatment of women in that scene. No, but let's remember this is a video game, and it's Duke Nukem, and it's Duke Nukem. So I didn't. That is, I, I, that's the only reason why I didn't put it in. But at the same time, I sort of laughed because I think that's funny, right? It is funny. I think it's funny. And, uh, half man, half animal, all dead. <laughs> Call me now for your free whipping. Yeah, piece of cake. I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> so Who good. wants some? I ought to break a broom handle off in your ass. <laughs> it's skier stripping time. So, who wants to dance? I'm an equal opportunity and my gun's bigger than yours. Now you see me? Now you're dead. <laughs> you're done, you kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Yes. Now that's, I'd, look, that's 30 seconds. There's three minutes worth here. Oh, mate. Do we just play them? No, no. Because people are going to Google it. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to hear a couple more. I'll go on a couple just a couple, couple more. <laughs> it's so good. When, you, when you're ready, fucking... Now, this is a force to be reckoned with. Hail to the king, baby. Sometimes I even amaze myself. <laughs> I could do this all day. I am the king of the world, baby. You invincible headshot scripted cheater. Son of a bitch. Damn. Damn it. What a pussy. Shit happens. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy shit. Hey, bug eyes. Sewer scum. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's my way, or... Hell, it's my way. <laughs> so many babes, so little time. Don't worry, girls, there's plenty of Duke to go around. <laughs> I love the smell of 
bird crap in the morning. <laughs> okay, well, pause it there. We so might good. come back. We might it's come back so to a few more. Um, but yes, uh, and the the final one that's yes. in there in that story um, <laughs> is so, actually. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. You're not going to reveal it. I'm not going to reveal it. I'm going to. If you want to know, go classic, to the website. You lazy fucks. Classic hook and tease. All right. Uh, it, it's hopefully worth it. The punchline. Yeah. But I, I think it, it is. I think it's. I think it's great because it I, great having played. Thank you. Yeah. Having played plenty of this particular game, mm. am like yes. There is no greater love than this particular pairing. So gameonaus.com. If you want to go over there and have a look. Uh, I love the smell of sewers in the morning. Damn. Death before disco. Damn, <laughs> I hate disco. Life is like a box of ammo. I always said if there's a way to go, it would have something to do with women, whips, and oil. The work environment sucks, but I bet the benefits are nice. I. <laughs> we'll come back to more of that later. But it leads... So people go and check that story out at gameonaus.com. But it leads to my dilemma. Valentine's Day dilemma. Let's hear your dilemma. Okay. Yeah. And again, nothing left in the cupboard. This is, my wife's going to kill me. She knows I've told the story, but anyway, I'm going to tell it. So we had last night planned. So Valentine's Day at the time of recording was yesterday. Mm. So today's Thursday, it was Wednesday. And um, we were going to do something last night. Just have a nice, I was going to cook dinner because we can't do much. We've got the kids. They're going to go to bed and we just have a nice dinner outside or something, right? And uh, I got a call from mum and dad, who wanted to come over and have fish and chips, talk about this trip. We're going to the US in a couple of months. And I was like, all right. So I said to Leona, how about we move it till, we'll just do it Thursday, Friday. She went, great. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So we talked about it today. And I've been told by my uh, very good friend, Ronald P. Corbett, boom, that tonight's his night for gaming. Oh, fuck. And here's, oh, shit. here's the dilemma. And it gets longer. Mm. Now, we've got a pool that I... A swimming pool that we put in four years ago, and I only toiled over that fucking pool mm. for the amount of time you do with a swimming pool. Like we installed it ourselves, pretty much with my dad's help. So I dug a lot of fucking ditches and a lot of work to get this pool done. But the only reason I did it really is because I said to my wife, "Will you promise me that in summer, when the kids are in bed, we go for a nude swim?" She went, "Yep." All right. Yeah. In four years, yeah. we've had one nude swim. Yeah, right. Okay. One. Yeah. Because it's always too cold. Mm. Right? And the thing about Perth, which I didn't realize until now that I've got this pool, is that generally it's fucking hot during the day, but at night it actually does cool down pretty oh, it drops, dramatically. It drops, yeah. it's not, we're not it's talking like, like, in the like desert. We're not talking like tropical weather where it goes from 31 to 27 mm. overnight, right? It, it goes from, it'll go from 38 to 18. Mm. And at 18, with the wind, and very windy in Perth too, so a cold, or coolish easterly breeze, mm. 18 degrees. It's not really swimming weather. Now it doesn't affect me because I fucking love it. I've got Dutch blood in me from, from my dad who's born in Holland. I think, uh, I think I'm so obviously half European. I just think Europeans bloody love cold, cold water. Mate, I'm European. I fucking hate it. Do you? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah you're I Italian though. See, What's Italians, that got to do with no, it? Italians are a bit more, you know, um, what? fucking, uh, Go on. what? Uh, Mediterranean, you know, like it's more, um, I think it's more sensible. I I like I get it. I get I get in the cold water. I quite like it, but I'm like, fuck, it's cold, right? Mm. I don't know. I don't, anyway, um, but tonight, Thursday, the fifteenth of February. Oh no! The weather tonight. It's thirty-seven today, but it's going down to twenty-five. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's, I, it's optimum. Perfect. It's She's ideal. got no excuse. And the water would be but relatively got, warm. But I've got Ronald telling me he's free to game tonight. <sighs> so I thought, you know what? I can't make that decision because I bloody love gaming, but I quite like nude swims as well. Right? Yeah. And I, you know what I understand? I understand. Right. Because, um, because and, if you, okay, because you could, because por que no los dos, right? Yeah, why not? Why can't we you. have both? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an, that's an idea, Pete. Yeah. But I, like I see now when, um, me and the, the lovely wife, <clears throat> um, t get the odd occasion where she's into it yeah, and I'm like, yeah. cause I'm always into it. Yeah, I'm just course, like, suck, you know. Yeah. It's like going to, you know, the all-you-can-eat buffet where they come around and they serve you meat and you just, you have that little cork that's got a green top yeah, and a red, the red top. Right. Mine's always on green, green. right? <laughs> Whereas Liz, you know, it's every day, like every now and again, she turns hers to green yeah, and yeah. that might last for 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, but uh, like, so, uh, you know, the odd occasion where it happens, generally you want it to happen early enough where she's not tired, but... Afterwards, you kind of, I kind of feel a little guilty going, I'm just, I'm going to go 
just jump on the game. It's going to play some PUBG with the boys what, now. You too. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, like I, yeah, like you've you've got to time it perfectly right on a night. It's, it's almost like the conditions have to be right. The weather has to be right. Um, the gravitational pull of the Earth yeah. has to be perfect. You have to be uh, sitting in the the right position of the planet to the sun. Yeah. And like the wife has to be at a stage where she's up for it, but she's sort of at the crossover period where she's got a lot of energy, but also feeling like she's about ready for bed. So as soon as it happens, she's like, all right, I'm, I'm off to bed now. Uh, yeah. You do what you want. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a very it's fun art window. her idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So anyway, I thought I'd leave it a fate because I can't make that decision. That's too big a decision. Mm. And I said to my wife this morning, so when are we having this date night? So I'm going to do it tonight or tomorrow night. She went, let's do it tomorrow night. So I'm gaming tonight. And that's good. Sensational. I'm very happy. And again, her idea. Yeah. So um, I've let Ronald P. Corbett know that I'm available tonight to get on some of that Destiny 2 and dancing. And by the way. Oh, yes. Destiny 2. I've got to tell this quick story. All right, go on. And I know Destiny 2. I know everyone listening is going, holy shit, Dan. That was like eight months ago. Yeah, but you know what? We've still got a DLC coming out in, uh, I think it's, is it March or May? Go on, tell your story. But we really get off. I think the best thing about Destiny 2 is the dancing, right? I've got no question. We've both got a different dance. That so was great. And last week, we were in the farm. Had a few wines. We were in, saying, just lobbing around the farm. Mm. And this, we just made it our prerogative. The night's achievement was to get three strangers to dance with us. <laughs> First one, boom, straight away. Because they'll, re- they'll, you know, when you can see someone's in their menu and they've, they're holding the little, um, what's the little thing called? The little orb thing? Your ghost. Your ghost. Yeah, he's yeah. holding the ghost and he's obviously in his menu. And when he came out of the menu, there's, Ronnie and I dancing right next to him, like grinding. And they, they got into it, right? Yeah, this good ne- on them. This next person, yeah. we just targeted them and they would not dance. They just kept running around the farm. What the right? fuck? And we chased them for about two minutes laughing, like like little schoolboys, right? And they would not stop. Anyway, we, <laughs> we ended up crouching next to a rock. Yeah, yeah. And this person kept running thinking we'd chase them. And they came out past the rock and we surprised them. And started dancing. Please tell me they danced with you. No, they uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was, it was so funny, but it ended up, I'm going to post this video on Facebook, but Ronnie, um, I went off to get a, uh, I think put the kids to bed and I came back and Ronnie's dancing, but my, um, it's my, May by the way, May. Okay. My, uh, eyesight was looking down on the shadow. So he was in front of, he was in front of a light and the light was projecting the dance on the ground. And I've shown you this video. Mm. The dance is, it just looks magical mm. and majestic. So I'm going to put, it's just a beautiful thing. I'll put it up on Facebook just to share the love. But it really was, I'm actually quite enjoying that game, but it's the dancing that's getting it to me. That's good. I'm, I haven't touched, like I said, I, haven't, I actually haven't touched it for, fuck, it's got to be close to two months now. But uh, I'm you two months ago. Yeah, that's I, true. That's like true. I, said, I only bought it two yeah. weeks ago. So. Um, and you've probably hit it at a really good time because um, the player base has fallen off a cliff, but they will come back sort of come uh, May mm. um, for the next DLC, you know? So, yep. uh, yeah. Hey, a few more Duke Nukem lines. I go where I please, and I please where I go. <laughs> I like big guns, and I cannot lie. Babes, bullets, bombs. Damn, I love this job. Life's a bitch, and then you die. Die, bitch. Confucius say, die. So much for the rat pack. Take that, you dirty rat. Let God sort him out. You're beautiful when you're dying. Making bacon. Die, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I've just had a fucking great idea. Let's what? do this for next week. What? Let's shoot a video. Uh. Let's ask Facebook to challenge you to get away 10 lines. In the workplace of Duke Nukem. Okay. And Easy. You, you've got to do it. Easy. That's fucking, mate, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. I fucking love it. All yeah. right, we'll do, so we'll do you, 10 you, Duke you, Nukem you, lines. And you'll get your um, camera out, your phone, and you go up to, to something like Sam in sales and go, it's making bacon time. Yeah, you also. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be at a, I'll be at a locked door. I'll be at a locked door and I'll be going, mm, 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 mm. where is mate, it? We're doing that, all right? Where is it? We'll put the post up today, tonight. Sounds good. We'll get the top most requested lines. Five? Five. We'll do five. Hey, man, I can go for 10. All right, let's go for 10. Fuck I it. can go for 10. It's not a problem. <laughs> uh, is it that time? It's that time, isn't it? It's fucking that time, man. Here it's we go. Time. Are you bloody ready for yeah, this? Yeah, you shit? got one, haven't you? I've got a fucking oath. I've got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. I've got you in my sights. Hey, I just fucking, I just thought of something. He sounds a bit like you. He does. I wonder, hang on. 
because uh, it's jo- it's John <coughs> St. John who does the Duke Nukem voice. Yep. Uh, uh, Soldier 76 voice actor is... Uh, it's not, is it? Fred Tataschiore. Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred, hey. Tataschiore, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Bobby <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, my sites, um, Dan, cheaters and hackers. Oh, cheaters and hackers. That's a big target. And China. Oh, yeah, that's a really big target, it's isn't massive it? Target. It's a massive target. Be careful. We we yeah. we we uh, we bow to our friends in the north. But anyway, go. Uh, I for one welcome our new insect overlords. <laughs> yes. Um, Brilliant. Playing a fair bit of PUBG, as you know. Yes. And regardless of the updates that they tend to put out, in fact, um, here's a here's an alarming stat for you. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a story last week or a tweet last week that the new patch, the anti-cheaters, anti-hackers patch, has already clocked up a million bans on PUBG. I mean, the fuck does that tell you, right? So hang on, hang on. They released a patch to identify people who are hacking the game. Yeah, so they... And, uh, and as a result, it's, it's they an get anti, It's an anti-hack patch. So they've written code to essentially block and ban the identification of... Like, when they d- identify hackers, block and ban them. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. I, Honestly. I, I don't know why you... I don't know why... I don't know why you play. Why? Why do you play? Like, single-player games, I get it, right? Like, back in the day when you used to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2... Once and you do it once you finish the fucking game, right? Then just for a bit of fun, you plug in the cheats like um, God mode yeah, or yeah, unlimited yeah. balance, yeah. all of that sort of stuff. Or if you're playing Doom God mode to see how quickly you can piss through the game if you if you don't get killed, like stuff for a bit of fun. Single player games, I get it, but why the fuck do you cheat? In a game like Player Unknown's Battleground, it, in a game where the whole point is to play and get a chicken dinner and be the top of the the pile, the king of the hill, right off the back of fucking skill and finding the right weaponry and strategizing, why the fuck do you cheat? What do you Preach. get out of it? Other than the fact that being able to take a picture of your fucking self at the end with your little chicken dinner and 16 fucking kills, because all you have to do is point at the ground and fucking shoot, or point at the sky and fucking shoot, it's ridiculous. Why the fuck do you cheat in a game like PUBG? What do you get out of cheating in a game like PUBG? What the fuck do you get out of it personally in a game that's built around having to use skill and strategy to win the fucking thing? What do you get out of cheating other than taking a screenshot at the end of it? I don't fucking get it. And the reason why I say China, Dan, is because the majority of the oh, hackers come out of China. You That's, bastards. It's identified. I know they won't region lock them out, and I know they can't, okay? They can't region lock China out of it. I get that. But fuck me, it is disgusting and it is frustrating. It is so fucking frustrating when you've spent 25 minutes in a game, gotten down to the final few circles and ended up as the last six only to get headshot by a fucking ump nine from 500 meters away. How the fuck does that work? What do you get out of it? Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big fat walking dong it's to you so in China. <laughs> It's so frustrating I'm man, because this, it's, it's I, I know it's a it's a game where where I play it because I get the satisfaction out of winning the thing because it took me some serious fucking skill to do so. Yeah. I just I just don't get it. I it it just it's annoying. It infuriates yeah. me. I and that's I don't have a solution, but that is my I've got you in my sights for the week. Brilliant. Fuck you, you cheating. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. Oh, the C-bomb. But fuck, it's worth it. Yes. Those those hackers and I, oh my God. I, mm, I just. Brilliant. Fuck, man. It is just fucked. Brilliant. No, you know what? Good on you, Pete, because someone had to say it and you said it. Thanks, Dan. And good on you. I feel infuriated. I don't play the game, but I'm infuriated by this because it's, I don't get it either. Why the fuck play the game? Why the fuck, fuck off? Play the game? Go fuck and play your go go start your own little fucking game where you go and write a game yourself where you can cheat the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like, you know what I want? Actually, here's a solution, right? And I know we'll never get it, 
because it'll be too much work. But yep. here's a solution. Let us have our own fucking servers so we can go to the Game On AUS community and get a hundred people from that community and play our own fucking game together. And you know what you can do? You can you can do cheat servers. That's what you can do. You can do cheat servers, okay? Rise, who we were playing PUBG last night, yep. David Lopan, if you ever see him on the screens and the live streams, had this great fucking idea. And it was, let us have our own fucking service so we can put a hundred of the uh, Game on AUS community in there who want to play without hackers and cheaters. Right? I know it'll never fucking happen, but what a great idea. And then you can make your own hacking server, right, where the hackers can use their fucking cheats and get their little jollies off by shooting each other by pointing at the fucking ground. Yeah, piss off. Fuck off. Well done, mate. Thanks, mate. What a way to end the podcast. What a way to end What a way to end the podcast. You're a legend, mate. Thank you. And you dropped the C-bomb. First time ever. Yep. First time ever. We'll like, bleep it out, surely. Yeah, we'll bleep yeah. it out. <laughs> well, or, or rather, if you've gotten to this point and you're listening right now, we have bleeped it out. Yes. Okay, because yes. you've gone past that already. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, couldn't agree more. Thank you very much. What well are, mate? What do you reckon, mate? Do we wrap things up? <sighs> It's been a it's I been feel, a hell of a session. I feel session. much better, mate. You got it off your chest. Yeah, it's been good. Bloody great. Um, that'll do it. Look, just a few things, please. Uh, don't forget to go over to the website gameonaus.com. Check out the link there for the Australian PC Awards. Go and give PLE Computers your big vote. Uh, big vote. That would be amazing. Um, a big thanks again to PLE Computers for their amazing support. Check out the five of the greatest love stories in gaming's at the website as well. Find us on Facebook iTunes, Android, and Podcast One AU. Very soon, we'll be porting across the Podcast One US as mm, well. Massive. So, uh, if if this is three weeks down the track from having recorded this, and you are a person in the US who's found us and you're listening to this, thank you very much for having found us. G'day, g'day, <laughs> g'day, USA. Um, so yes, uh, just amazing. Subscribe, give us a rating, come and find us on the live streams and at twitch.tv slash gameonaus and also on YouTube um, and the closed groups, God Mode and Destiny 2 Clan. Fuck, have I missed anything? Uh, oh, yes, and of course, our mates over at andrewhoag.com. Yes. Where you're listening to this right now, yes. H-A-U-G.com. Thank yes. you so much. It's a pleasure to have you on board. That'll do it. Have a fantastic weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan. For God's sake, don't forget to save baby. Oh yeah, that's right. The Duke Nukem stuff. You know what? <laughs> Fucking, we'll let we'll let the last minute and a half of these Duke Nukem lines play us off. <laughs> See there you ya. Go. Bye. Eat shit and die. It's a good day to die. Ah, much better. Ah, much better. All aboard the Midtown Express to hell. Now I'm really pissed off. Bingo. The motherload. God bless America. Ah, just in time. Looks like we're about to reach our final destination. Incoming! Time for a reboot. Quit wasting my time. Hmm, so there is life after death. I hate to kick my own ass, but it's gotta be done. Rockin', let's rock. Let's rock. Let's rock. Groovy. Groovy. Jeez. Yeah. Buzz off. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Clean up on aisle four. Rest in pieces. Ooh, that's gonna leave a mark. Let's rock. Let's rock. Jeez. Groovy. Yeah. Buzz off. Ooh, your ass is grass. And I've got the weed whacker. I'm gonna kick your ass. I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. Now I'm gonna kick your ass. Time to fumigate. I think you need some downtime. No going back now. There's only two ways this can end. And in both of them, you die. It's clobberin' time. Game over.